What's up, guys? Welcome to the Game Overcast podcast. This is a new podcast going over gaming, news, reviews, all that sort of stuff. I'm here joined today by Ben. How you doing, man? What's up, my bro? How's it going? Yeah, it's not too bad, not too bad. I mean, this is our third attempt at recording this podcast episode. We obviously don't know what we're doing. We've had a few technical difficulties that have just made us cry. But yeah, we now record this at quarter to ten um, in the evening. So this is probably going to go on for a while. Attempt number three, podcast number two. For me, microphone number two, because the other one was a piece of poo. I would argue it's, pod- it's the microphone number three, if you think about it. Technically, yeah, because, yeah, poddy, poddy two. Yep, no, you are absolutely right there. Yeah, we've had a, we've had a good role with this so far. Um, if we even get this episode out, it will be a miracle. And if the news is still relevant, that would also be a miracle. And we've got some good stuff to go over this this episode. Um, main ones including Microsoft leaks, all the juicy information. We're going to go over that, say some words on that. Uh, there was the PlayStation State of Play the other day as well. And uh, we're going to go over some of our more favourite things that come up in that. Uh, some of the games we're going to... A condensed version this time because... When we did the first one, we was like, let's do every game. Wait, we've never played this game. Hmm, yeah. That's not going to work. So. A bunch of idiots just sitting there going, yeah, it looks like a game. Yeah, that's a thing. And then That's RPG. That's yeah, MMO. Looks that's, good. <laughs> that's got some graphics in it. Uh, that that work. Yeah. Hey, I'll play that. Yeah. Sure. And then move on. So we're going to do yeah. a bit a bit different this time. Like pick the games we want to talk about. Uh, there's a few. We're going to try and not bore you as well. Keep you here for too long. I know you've all got better things to do than listening to us, so thanks for tuning in, if you are. Um, yeah, right should we... Who listeners, we appreciate it. Just... Yeah, that's... Uh, hi, Mum. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's just jump straight in, shall we? So, obviously, you're all probably aware by now that there was a big Microsoft leak um, concerning Xbox. Um, lots of emails, lots of stuff have come out, um, and it's it's quite interesting stuff to go over. Um, one, The first thing I'm going to talk about is the fact that the Xbox head Phil Spencer wanted to buy or wanted Microsoft to buy a Nintendo. Um, That that itself is a big, big sort of statement slash headline right there. That's it's absolutely mad. Um, This was back in 2020 and it was, uh, yeah, it was leaked as part of the uh, massive FTC filing. Uh, Someone, has had a howler, by the way, and letting all this information go. So someone's yeah, someone's, P45's someone's in trouble. Yeah, that's it. He's going to get absolutely slapped by this. But yeah, I mean, the fact that if this is true, that they were trying to purchase Nintendo, I mean, that's a massive, bold statement by Microsoft right there. I mean, it would never happen. Surely. Oh, no, Surely it would never happen. Nintendo like, don't like anyone but themselves, so... I don't even think they like themselves. Don't get me wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> they're, 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 they're great. Wrong. They're great. But yeah, I, I just couldn't see it ever happening. There's no way. No. Yeah, they. So... Was, it would be an absolute shock, to be honest, because, you know, Nintendo monopolized the handheld market. And, you know, if someone else sort of got involved, I, I don't know why that would sit with them, to be honest. It, it'd never be allowed, would it? I mean, we've seen all this, like, all the madness going on about buying Activision Blizzard. Like, it's just never going to be allowed. There's no way. Like, there's, there's buying a game company and then there's buying a whole platform. Form. like it's, it's just mad <laughs> yeah it's just but yeah in an internal email that was that got sent around uh spencer stated that nintendo is the prime asset for us today in gaming he's also writes that he's had numerous discussions with nintendo about tighter collaboration and if any u.s company would have the best chance with nintendo microsoft are probably in the best position it I mean, that is a bit cocky in it come on come yeah on. i mean that last part that's a bit like tooting your own trumpet i mean are you really in the best position to be potentially purchasing nintendo i don't know what do you think i mean i mean they sit on they're sitting on a massive amount of cash microsoft they can pretty much buy what they want let's be fair here let's be real yeah i mean yeah to be honest they own pretty much most of the big studios don't they at the moment so to them they'll be like yeah what's one more why not? Exactly. They're not going to be happy till they own the world. It's kind of like the Disney of video gaming. They just own everything. Every single thing on this planet that is a game belongs to them. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, he did go on and say, he's also honest, that he's, they're probably not really going to be interested. Um, Nintendo is sitting on a big pile of cash themselves. They're not exactly loss-making or in trouble in any way or anything like that. So there's there's no need for them to sell, really. There's no, there's no need for them at all. Obviously, there's all uh, speculation about switch to starting ahead around now as well it's it's about time 
it needs to happen. It's yeah, the, the switch. When does the switch has been out? When did the switch come out? I'm trying to think. 2017, I think now. 2017, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Which for a console slash you know gaming company, that's a long time to not have a second follow up. Do you know what I mean? So is it though? Because normally, if, if you think of a console, it's about ten, eight to ten years. I think the handheld is different because like, you think of like the PSP, True. and then you add was it the PSP, the PSP Lite. Or whatever it was, and then you had Slim the and light. Then you had the yeah. um, then you had the PSP Go, which was monumentally Absolute. bad. Yeah, that was a catastrophe flop. But <laughs> I digress. Yeah, but, but. I, I think it, I suppose if they announce it now, it's probably gonna be another year or two before it comes out, which probably would put it in that eight year plus bracket. But it, it needs an upgrade. The hardware is horrible. It's it's aging badly. Like yeah. when it can't even handle games now, it's just like Pokemon. Look look at the state of that when it came out. It was horrible. Like, oh yeah, that was that was like an absolute terrible launch for it, and I think is there still problems with it now? I don't know. I haven't played it. Oh, honestly, I stopped playing it. All the bugs. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I'm I'm gone. No I'm more. out of it. Cyberpunk 2.0. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. That's not I, I just I, that one. I know I'm going to go on to a rant here, but I just wish people like companies would just release games that are done and not just completely wrecked and then go, oh, we're going to put an update out. Just release the game when it's done. Christ. I mean, we could name a load. I mean, the one that always springs to my mind is No Man's Sky. Look, absolutely brilliant with all the stuff that was coming out. Game launches. There's no game. Okay. Yeah. And then obviously Cyberpunk. That had massive potential and they bodged the launch and now that, you know. But I, I swear they did it with um, The Witcher 3 CD Project Red. They had a similar thing with that launch, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. But I, I, well, we're, getting off, we're getting off the path here a bit, but... Yeah, we'll digress. Getting it back, to, we'll get it, get it back, back to Nintendo and Microsoft. Yeah, I, I, I'll put this down as something that's never going to happen. In a million years, I just yeah, I just can't see it happening. The regulatory bodies, everything would just be all over it like a absolute swarm. There's no way it'd get it go through. It's um, the legalities of it as well. If say for argument, say if Nintendo was losing money, like and you know they needed to buy it possibly, but I, I don't think Nintendo are they losing money. No, I think they're doing all right, aren't they? No, they design all their consoles to make them money from day one. Unlike like Xbox yeah. and PlayStation, they're, they're normally loss leaders, and then they get their money back from games. Normally, Nintendo consoles they're designed, made to earn them profit from day one. So, and, and with the success of the Switch as well, there's there's no way they're not sitting on absolute bank. But yeah, I mean, like I said, they they've got the corner of the market, and when it comes to handheld anyway, so unless yeah. they did something really risky, and then they just like throwing away billions I, I can't really see it but it's an interesting concept could you imagine Pokemon on an Xbox though just like I like, see with the power of an Xbox behind it oh it, it does make me think like oh that would be nice but it, it would be pretty special but then I'm kind of like oh it'd be weird playing Pokemon on the console wouldn't it but you know I'm always up for a change yeah, can you imagine Super Mario on the Xbox? It's just remember all those memes from like years ago when you go, it's, "Oh, I want the uh, Super Mario for the Xbox." Now, what about that time that we're in, we're in that sort of day and age now where that could possibly become a thing? It's a bit Smash weird. Bros. Smash Bros. on the Xbox. Oh, imagine that. Oh, that would be, oh, it'd be chaos, wouldn't it? I'd be amazing with, with an actually working online service like Xbox Live. Oh, it'd be glorious. It Absolutely. would actually. It'll break the internet. People will be like, sign me up right now, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's the thing. I, I know I'm sitting again. It'll never happen. But if, if hell froze over tomorrow and it happened, I know for a fact, I'd be like, to my, I'd literally walk to Microsoft's headquarters and, and just give them my wallet and go, there you go. Go on, just, just take it. Don't, don't even, just, just leave me with enough to eat. Just take the rest. I don't care. It's, it's yours. Yours. You take it. You think take about it. it as well. It would open a possibility. Like, say, you know, it did happen, then they could do crossover games with Nintendo characters on, like, I don't know, certain Xbox games. You know what I mean? Like, you could have, like, a freaking Metroid and Halo. How sick would that be? Could, could you imagine a Mario skin for Halo? <laughs> Oh <laughs> safety oh. egg or yeah safety egg or um or, oh, yeah. or in forza instead of like you could have a downloadable dlc or something and it's a mario kart i'd just be like just nossing that around the uh the place that'd be amazing i ain't gonna lie i low-key want to see that yeah, <laughs> someone yeah. actually made that i oh. i do kind of want to see that now yeah, we should we should we should try and make that happen. Just to start a petition. Wait, Microsoft buy a, uh, Nintendo. I need to say Sony then. Buy Nintendo. Just because I want Mario Kart in Forza. That's all I ask for. And Pokemon with a decent online service. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Right, actually, bring that back. I mean, like I said, the concept and the possibilities would be 
you know, there's they could do anything. The sky would be the limit, so to speak. Yeah, but but obviously in terms of gamers worldwide, no, bad, don't do it. They can't they can't own the whole market. They can't. It's just no, it's, it's, it's that dangerous monopolization. It's it's kind of like what um like what Disney are doing at the moment. Isn't it? It's that dangerous borderline. Oh, you're going to be owning the majority of the market. That's a dangerous game. Well, they already do, didn't they? Didn't Disney like own everything? From Warner Brothers, I think at the moment, and Discovery. But yeah, it's the same well, it, principle, isn't it? It's funny you mentioned Warner Brothers because in that leak as well, Microsoft was looking at buying the Warner Brothers uh, games division. Yeah, they was, they was looking at buying that as well. But the uh, the big problem is is that a lot of Warner Brother games, obviously they don't own the IP. So all of the Harry Potter games, Batman, all that sort of stuff, they wouldn't have it. They wouldn't get it. So it's kind of a pointless endeavor just buying it. Yeah, you can't you can't buy WB and not own those IPs because they are, you know, without a doubt, that's the biggest selling IPs that Warner Brothers games have. Do you know what I mean? That's just Yeah, yeah, it's true. But in the end they said, No, nah, we're not gonna do any of that. They're just gonna go and buy Zenimax and then just bolt them for like was it seven point five Billy? That was a oh, small nice. change. Nice change. chunk of change, isn't it? I wish someone would give me yeah. seven point five Billy. I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, that would be I'd well, you know what to well, actually I wouldn't know what to spend some of that on, not all of it. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay, so our next that come up in the the next thing that come up in the leaks. Let's have a chat about that, shall we? But before any of that, it's time for a quick word from our sponsor. Ben Who's our sponsor this time? Us. So all you can do to help us, guys, is like and subscribe, follow us on all our socials because we want to build this thing up, you know, keep this stream going. Uh, yeah, interact with us, want to build this cool community. And now that that's all said and done, let's jump straight back to it. Right, okay then. So the next thing that came out in the Microsoft leaks was uh, there is some new revisions of the Xbox both the Series X and the Series S coming in fall 2024. Ben, I don't know if you've seen these leaks yet, um, seen any information about them, but they're looking quite interesting. Yeah, I'm just actually looking at the uh, the, the concept pictures for them now. Uh, the Series X, it definitely, um, it's an interesting take on it. It looks like more of a cylinder sort of shape, to be honest. Yeah, it does. Do you know what it looks like to me? It looks like, there's two things it looks like. One, it looks like an Amazon Echo with a USB port on the front and obviously an Xbox logo. And two, it also gives me vibes of the old Mac Pros, you know, the ones I used to call the trash can Macs. Oh God, that tells you about it, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but it looks quite good. It's better than the big massive fridge that we used to have before. Now, so this is not a new, it's not like how we had before where you had like a, uh, the Xbox One X or the PS4 Pro in, in the last generation. This looks like a, a traditional, just slimming things down, making the package a bit better. And obviously they're doing it to reduce costs for them as well. Um, just having a look it's at some of the things. It's in it slightly as well. It's not like a brand new version. It's literally just trying to simplify it, I think, and just put more better kit in it, it looks like. Yeah, that's it. It looks like... It looks like they've, um, where things have got a bit more mature over time, they've sort of just condensed everything. They, like, especially Sony and Nintendo used to do that quite a lot. Like, especially with the PS3, wasn't there? The PS3 Slim, and then you had the Super Slim. It's just sort of maintaining the way of getting as much money as possible per console. And I, I think it looks good. It looks good. There's only one big thing about it I'm not the biggest fan of, um, and that is it looks like the Series X will finally get rid of the optical media drive. Now, for me, that's. That's quite a deal breaker because I do like to have physical media still. I'm I will always try and buy a disc version if I can. I mean, I'm with you on that. I know there is Game Pass on the Xbox, and it is it's, don't like it's really good. But I still prefer if I'm going to buy a game, I want that disc. Now I know it's pretty much redundant in the fact that all that disc does is just says, "Yeah, that's cool, play the game." Like every time you buy a new game, you pop the disc in, and it's like, "Oh, we've got to download this eight thousand million gigabyte update." But I still like having it on my shelf. I like the game shelf. You know, you have your your discs and everything. It all looks cool and all that. You've got you've got your collection that you thought about and put a lot of effort into. But it looks like with this revision. They're finally going to go digital only, which it'll be a sad time because once one does it, you know the rest will follow, and that kind of makes me sad. Well, it looks like, according to this leak anyway, that they're opting for a separate disk drive for Xbox fans if you want physical media. I think it's saying that Sony was rumoured to be doing as well, but again, 
it's it, it can be a deal breaker because with games it's like oh and it you like you have it on display it's like a collection it's cool to have I'm I'm like you I would always always buy a physical just because I prefer I'm sad and want to hold it feel it sort of smell the booklet I'm one of those weirdos but yeah that would be a deal breaker for me as well I think yeah it's it's a shame it's a shame I like I, I in a way I still wish things games were coming on cartridges like the old days when you had the big chunky cartridge and you knew that was it. Obviously, we've, we've kind of moved on since then. Um, things are a bit more complex now. You can't whack that on a cartridge and call it a day. But it's, it is the modern, it's the future, isn't it? It is the future. Yeah. And um, it looks like it's got more storage as well, looking at it. Right. Yeah, that's it. They've, they've doubled they've doubled the storage up to two terabyte now, um, especially with like the rumours about games like GTA 6, like the amount of space they're going to need. That is welcome. Yeah. It's, it is getting a bit wild. Well, obviously, I don't know how credible the, the leaks I was seeing on, but they're talking about 25 gig for GTA 6. I'm like, are you having a pony? That's like on the PS5. You have to delete all your games because that is ridiculous. It is a lot of space, but it is with, with games as big and as sort of expansive as as they are now. You do kind of need that space. Now, don't get me wrong; you can probably optimize that way down. But yeah, it is. It does seem to be going in that sort of direction. I remember back in the day when you used to have like thirty-two megabytes of RAM in a PC, and that was like, wow, that's a lot of RAM. Nowadays, yes. nowadays, like you couldn't do anything on that. But it's just natural progression. Obviously, costs will come down over time. And I'm sure, I hope, that the new revision will still have that slot so that you can add more memory in with those external memory cards. If not, that will be a huge, a huge issue eventually. Yeah, I mean, I need to think about if, like, all this stuff is, you know, church and staples all thing because that, again, like I said, it's just all these little things that could potentially be deal breakers for a lot of xbox fans especially yeah that's it that's it I, i'm sure they will i'm sure they're gonna do things to allow you to expand the storage like they have done on their their consoles they got out now i currently got a serious s uh, upstairs i haven't turned it on in a while i probably should turn it on now it's been a while but it has got that slot because it only comes with 512 gig so one big game and that's like your whole storage gone so Things like that, that's where it'll become useful. Obviously, I know we're going to speak about the Series S in a minute. There's a, a, a few things that they've added onto that as well. But still, having ex, sort of expendable, expen, no, no, expandable, not expendable. <laughs> we don't want expendable. <laughs> that's not good. Uh, expandable storage is, is a must, especially if they're going digital only. You need to easily be able to add storage into the console. PS5 does it in a great way. They have a separate slot for another SSD that you can add on. I think that is the way to go. Because you can just get any PCI Gen 4 SSD, whack it in, and then off you go. Whereas with obviously with the Xbox, you have to buy those cards, those propriety cards that yeah, are Microsoft yeah. only, and obviously they're mega money. But yeah, you need to be able to expand storage. It hasn't mentioned anything about it, which does scare me. But looking at it, that yes, this whole console revision is all about sort of making it more efficient, making sure things are a bit more up to date and obviously like I said before they're trying to reduce the amount of money they're spending per console some of the things they have done is they've updated the Wi-Fi to 6E making it nice and fast if you've got modern Wi-Fi networks in your house which most people are starting to get that now Bluetooth 5.2 again more efficient a newer revision um, and it's, this probably won't make any difference to anyone but they've uh, shrunk the CPU die down from seven nanometers to six now you think that's probably nothing but if they do manage to shrink it down it means norm normally it means they're going to be more efficient they're going to put out less heat which is probably why the actual console itself does look a lot smaller than the fridge we've yeah. got now yeah they've tried to i think obviously take into account the heating facts and try and reduce that risk as well because you know consoles especially these next gen ones they can overheat and you know take my ps4 for example that thing was about to launch the heat throw yeah that that was a funny story we was uh in a in a party chat one day playing some Fortnite, and uh all of a sudden ben would just disappear and then we'd be in the chat where you gone and then we get a picture of his ps4 blinking at us with red lights and fans pointed at it with the words it dead and it's uh it was a sad time for us all the scene was it was on my unit i was like right cool not working so i put it on the floor put a fan on that put another fan on it red streak of death yeah i'm gone and that was the time when I was like, right, rest in pepperoni. I need to get a PS5. That's it, rest in pepperoni indeed. You will be missed, but it's now time for the PS5, yep, which is, is massive. <laughs> that console is so big. 
I have to stand mine up just because it doesn't fit on my unit, like laying down because it didn't really that beast it is. I was like, oh, okay. It is absolutely mad. And did you know that the PS5 internally, they've had some revisions already? They have also shrunk the CPU died down to from seven to six. And because of that, they didn't have to put as much metal in there trying to cool it down for the heat sinks. It's little things like that. This makes it more efficient. Now, the from what I've been reading, they're saying that this new Xbox will um, be up to 15% more power efficient. So reduce the usage of the electricity, which for us in the UK, currently right now, with the prices things are, energy and that sort of thing, that's quite welcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're in this cost of living crisis in the UK, so anything like that to reduce your electric bills is greatly appreciated right now. So that's definitely a plus on that side, for sure. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. All, all welcome things. All welcome things. Now, it, like I say, it looks like this isn't going to be some sort of pro console or anything like that, according to the timeline that's been leaked. They have said some words about in t- around 2028 they're looking at launching or announcing a new console then the next next generation i suppose um that'll be interesting there isn't there, has, there wasn't too much information about that they're sort of still at a um a stage where like deciding do we want to use an arm processor do we want to use an amd cpu like we've got in the P- uh, xbox and or even, or what was it the xbox one was amd cpu the Series x and s are both amd cpus even the ps5 and the ps4 both amd cpus amd must be making a killing out of this generation like oh, the amount of chips they're sending out yeah yeah I mean they must be laughing right now that's it they're looking at they're looking at things like that what they're going to use so it's obviously a bit early to really say too much about that now i'd think but it's going to be interesting i wonder where they can go from what we're at now i imagine things like ray tracing is going to be sort of a a feature they're going to go hard on but yeah it's it's going to be good it's what's it five years away who knows what could happen in five years we could hell if the uh apple was it studio vision pro whatever the thing's called takes off we could all be sitting there with a little set of glasses on playing 3d games you never know you never know especially where technology is advancing like you think it's taken leaps and bounds in the past like sort of 10 years from you know, PS4 to PS5. So God knows where it'll be in, you know, the next five years. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even if you think about it, what was it? I'm 33 now. And back in the 90s, I was playing Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, the, the original PlayStation. If you look how far we've come in that short, relatively short amount of time to where we are now, it's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, the innovation's just going to keep developing as well because, you know, just like even from the PS4 to PS5, I, I was... Didn't really think there'd be much much of a difference, and now I'm like, oh damn, there is a big difference. So the the thing is, though, I think there will be a point where you can only go so far. Like you you're going to hit that point of oh well, what's the point? Yeah, I think we are starting to approach that. There's not too much more we can do every generation. To we're not going to get those massive jumps that we've seen before. I don't think. No, not the stage right now. I think like before it was like you know from PS2 to PS3 or like from the OG Xbox to the 360. You could see, but we're, like you said, we're at that point now it's very minimal now whereas you know 15 years ago it was like massive jumps but yeah there is only so far they can take it really now so it does make you wonder what else can they do with it yeah i i think things like do i say they're gimmicks now because i I don't it could age like milk and i'll look like an absolute fool but things like clip that that. (laughs) yeah clip that but things like ar using the those sort of headset things i know microsoft got their own technology hololens which is nowhere near as good as as what Apple seems to be pushing out. Obviously, it's not out yet. It could be absolute dribble what they're sending out, but it, it could be the future. You don't know. I mean, we've got things like the VR headsets now, the PS4 and the um, the PS5 and the PSVR2, and I think things like that might become more common if they can get the size of the the package down, like the, the actual headset themselves. Because at the minute, it's a bit of a a kerfuffle trying to put all that on and have all that sort of stuff if they can figure out basically we're going to end up in uh, the oasis aren't we it's going to be ready player one we're just going to be logged in the oasis all day that's that's going to be what? us do you know what as well that's not because obviously I know it's a nice fucking fantasy sci-fi but the concept in that film you sit there and watch you think that's probably where it's going to go in years to come that yeah. will just be the way forward, I think, for gaming. It will just be this whole virtual reality experience, I think. Yeah, yeah I think... I mean, they've been saying that for absolute eons, haven't they? Virtual reality is the future, and then it never ends up being the future. Like, when you look at the original VR stuff that come out, it was absolutely woeful. But it's, I mean, it's I'm, improving. I'm, I'm, st- I'm still upset that that's the future got it wrong. I'm still waiting for it. Still waiting for it. 
<laughs> what are you waiting for? Damn hoverboard for a start. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? I'll just sack the car off. I'll just hoverboard everywhere. That'd be brilliant. Oh, yeah. That'd just be like, right, I've waited for this for all my life. But you never know. Things could happen. <laughs> some some Joey will come along and be like, here you go, your hoverboard. Sweet. I, I mean, day one by. Day one by. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. That's what I'm <laughs> But yeah, that was the um, that was the Series X refresh. Obviously, yeah, main things there. It's gone from a box to a round cylindrical shape, shrinking down the dies on there. More efficient hardware, removing the seed, the, the optical drive. Um, hopefully, like you say, there was rumours that they're going to announce or release a, an add-on. I mean, I don't want to spend more money, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, and then they're all price tags meant to stay the same as well. They're not yep, charge more for it, like four hundred ninety-nine dollars, they reckon. So, what's that in? pounds well about basically what happens is this is how I'm, I'm gonna let you on the secret basically what they do is they go right we're gonna sell this in the uk what we do is we take that 499 dollars and instead of converting it to pounds what we're gonna do is we're gonna erase that dollar symbol and then we're just gonna put a pound symbol and that's what you're be, before you'd even said that i went i know exactly what he's gonna say it's what they always do it's true yeah it's 100 percent true Literally just go, take that, see that dollar symbol? No, nah, that's not for you. Let's just get a pencil, draw a little pound there. There, that's what you're paying. There you go. Yeah, it's, thanks, guys. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, it's 499 That's not a bad price, to be fair. It's, it's a, it's a decent mean, console. Yeah, and, you know, the fact that you'll be getting the double storage as well. Uh, was it the, the Brooklyn, it's called? Xbox yeah. Brooklyn. Code name Brooklyn. That's pretty cool, to be honest. But, yeah, they reckon... November 2024 is planned if this obviously leaks or anything to go by. So we'll have to keep an eye on that to see how that one develops. I'm sure more stuff's going to come out on it as well. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, what's his name? I've forgotten his name now already. Um, Phil Spencer, that's the one. He's already come out and said, don't worry, we're going to... We will show you the real info soon. Uh, they're saying a lot of things have changed since then, and they've got a lot more exciting stuff that they're going to announce. So it's, it's interesting. It's It's worth... Like keeping an eye out for this sort of stuff. I always do like a like this sort of it's this sort of stage in the generation cycle where the rumors start appearing and all that sort of oh we could make this and then yeah it's, it's when the hype starts building it starts now it starts early I'm I'm here for it I'm here for it yeah that's the thing of it as well isn't it it's just like we are it's in terms of like the tech side of it anyway we're in sort of near away it's like all these cool designs and stuff and like i said they'll announce stuff when they're ready i guess it's just a kind of watch this space sort of thing right now yeah that's it exactly that and then let's talk about the series s because that is also getting a bit of a um a bit of an upgrade as well it's there's nothing really happening to the um the actual shape of the console it's because i mean it's already a really small box it's it's tiny. Like, that's what I've got. I bought one because it was that small. And they're doubling the storage to one terabyte. That's now going to be the standard. I know Microsoft has just released the black version of the um, the Series S, which does come with that one terabyte. And also, this is going to be the same price for the console. Was it two nine nine for for um ninety nine dollars? Elwoods. This one's called yeah. Uh, code name Elwood for this one. Yeah, two nine nine. I mean, it's a good price for a console. Obviously, it's not as powerful as the Series X, but as a starter console, or if say for example in my case I'm, a, I'm mainly a ps5 guy and pc gaming but for xbox stuff i don't want to have the full console for halo or forza or whatever else i'll play on their starfield so having the series s around which is still a powerful bit of kit it's good to have around it's portable i can just take it out of me i mean i've, I've been around like friends and family's houses i've just put that in my rucksack and off i go it's that small so it's 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 a really good bit of kit, good value as well. And yeah, stand, stand the same price. Now, what we're seeing as well, apparently, is that the older original version, they're likely to be sold off in like fire sales around Black Friday. They're saying for about $199. So that's quite like, that's a steal at that price. It's a bargain. That's actually a joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can just have a dedicated Fortnite machine for, for that. It'd be brilliant. It's like they they reckon as well, there's like a 60 day like separation between the two launches for both as well. And Obviously, if it is November next year, it'll be before like holiday season as well for like Christmas time. So it's kind of yeah. the ideal time, really, isn't it? That's it. That's it. I think it's a bit weird that they've done that sixty-day gap between like the X and the S revisions being released. I'd have thought they would have just gone there. You go. But then again, I suppose if you're both releasing them, if you're releasing them at the same time, coming up to the, the holiday season, and then you put massive deals out on the Series S, they're probably going to sell out a lot more of them rather than them 
the bigger, more powerful one, which I imagine they're going to make more money on, possibly. Yeah, I don't know for sure, down, but... It comes down to the market, you know, doesn't it? How they want to market it as well. Because, um, you know, they're not exactly competing with themselves per se, but... Yeah, it's probably part of their marketing strategy to do it. That's probably what they're thinking. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it for the Series S. There's not really too much else they've done to it. Uh, Well, I tell a lie, they've done the same CPU sort of die size reductions as well, the same efficiency increases. They've got rid of the standard USB port, the USB-A port on the front of both of the consoles, and they've whacked a USB-C on there now, so... Yeah. Way getting with the times, USB C everywhere. I see it. Even Apple's done it now. One charger, one charger. I'm finally at that point where one charger is all I need for everything. No, Glorious. No, multiple chargers, and then you ain't got the right cables, the wrong plugs. You're like, oh, why can't I be universal? So now we're finally at that point. It's like about time. Better late than never. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Um, right, yeah, that's that's that for the news on the uh, the Xbox. And uh, what else have we got to speak about? Okay, so continuing with the Xbox, we've got another part of the leak was for a new controller for the Xbox, codenamed Sibyl. This is quite an interesting one. I'm looking quite forward to this, you know. I know it looks relatively the same, but the functionality that, if if true, and they're going to pack into it, is quite interesting. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, uh, the concept image that's been part of this leak, obviously, it's got like a white strip across it the bottom's black but the, the features on it I think are going to be quite impressive I've got to say though that white and black theme does give me some PlayStation vibes I'm not going to lie yeah because obviously I know it's an Xbox control but at first glance I went hang on a minute that's no I thought it was a PlayStation control <laughs> so maybe they're taking quote influence from Sony maybe who knows well they, they, they've definitely taken some feet like inspiration from it because of the new um, the new haptic sort of options on there uh, precise, precision haptic feedback so I imagine it's going to be something similar to the play, the uh, dual sense triggers where they can you, you feel a lot more in the games they're also saying that there's some haptics on there that double with speakers which is quite interesting I don't know how, how they're going to do that how that works or how that like go how they go about doing that but it, it sounds interesting. They can turn things into speakers. That's quite cool. Yeah, I mean, the fact they can do that, and it's got like uh, like the bottom half, it's like more of like a gripping material, I think. So maybe that'll help with like FPSs sort of thing. Um, yeah, it helps for like long game sessions, doesn't it, really? Yeah, because I, I know with certain controllers, like they just didn't sit well in the hands, right? But I think with that, you're like, cool, right? That feels comfortable. I can do an eight hour session and not get cramped. <laughs> God, I can't do an eight-hour session anymore. I think that'd be the end of me. I'm an old man now. Lies, Lies. you can do it. Oh, fair enough. I'll give it a go. Go on then. Let's face it. When Budokai Tenkaichi Four comes out, you know, just saying, I'm gonna throw yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, fair enough. But no, I think I think like this new trend of like getting some, making the controller more tactile, more grippy in your hands is a good thing. Because I remember back in the day of like the the PS2 controller, even the PS3 one, and sometimes the PS4, like that, it's all smooth. So it used to get like, especially on the extended play, you'd have like slippy controllers in your hands. It just felt horrible. But when I got my Series S, the the back of the Xbox controller that come with it is it's a bit more grippy. It's bumps it's like all bumps in the plastic it's, it's, it's a lot better it feels comfortable in the hands i mean don't get me wrong the xbox layout is, is so good anyway like the controllers are normally amazing they always have been really comfortable everything feels really nice but i think they're taking this that next step making it even more comfortable and they've finally announced some decent like finally finally they've done it they've done it ben they've put a rechargeable battery in there you know what? i was literally just looking at it and i was thinking ah bloody long have we waited for rechargeable Xbox? Do you know how frustrating it is when you're playing a game, you're like, oh, crap, my battery's dead. I ain't got any. Damn it. And I just couldn't be bothered to go and buy the rechargeable pack that you could get for it. It's just pointless. Like, there used to be rumours going around that, oh, um, what's the battery brand? Duracell used to give Microsoft money if they just keep putting batteries in. Yeah, go on, keep using batteries. Go on, that's, you need batteries. Yeah, batteries are better. But they're, they're saying they're doing that as an easier way for, like, sustainability because, obviously, you don't want to keep frying batteries away. The ones that are normally come built in last longer. It's, it's just better for the environment as well because you used to go for quite a lot of batteries. It was a bit a bit mad back in the day, but it's, it's a, a welcome if thing. All night, if you're on an all-night COD session as well, like you think you'd have to charge your batteries multiple times as well. So it's like, it's about time because, you know, that's one of the things that's great about the PlayStation, the fact that you can just like, you know, 
charge it on the go sort of thing. And what's yeah. good about this as well, there'll be support for consoles, PC and mobile devices as well. So it's going to have that sort of cross-platform use, if you like. Yeah, they're, they're almost saying like seamless pair and switch, which makes me feel like that you can have it assigned to multiple devices at once and you just pick it up and it, it goes. If that's the case, that's going to be very good for like, even for me, like, because I have a Steam Deck, I've got my PC, even on like my mobile, if I want to pick up a controller... I can just pick that up. It will stay synced. I haven't got to keep resyncing to control uh, consoles and mobiles and whatever else there is that I want to use with. It just pick up and go. That'd be really good. Yeah, I think I think it's. I mean, I've always normally used an Xbox controller with my PC. I don't use it my Steam Deck though. I I have an eight bit though controller for that. It's essentially an Xbox controller, but it comes with a the wireless dongle, a charging dock, all that sort of stuff. But this could replace all of that if I could have one controller and it works with all of my obviously not PlayStation, but Xbox, PC, Steam Deck, phone. Oh, it's, it's the way forward. It's good. It, it's, yeah. it's it's definitely good. And it obviously it's looking to have the um. Six nine ninety nine price tag, which I'm pretty sure that's a given for controls these days. I mean, it hurts. What day <laughs> we live in when we've got seventy pound for a controller? I was like, I thought thirty five pound back in the day was expensive, and I'm like, that's... yeah, but that's that's how things are now, and they'll, they'll keep raising prices until we go. No, I'm not paying that, but we we keep paying it. So why would they change it? Fair play to them. Open the wallet, take my money. Exactly, and we all know we're going to be in there and buying one. Let's face facts. I know I will be if this gets released, and this is actually a real thing, and the specs are what they say they're going to be. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be buying one. I'll be buying one, hundred percent. Oh, it kind of works sense if you got like, see, all the different devices as well. So it's just obviously not so much the PlayStation, but the rest of it is perfect, really. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. One thing that I've I'm I'm been scouring over the thing, the sort of the specs that was announced or leaked uh, with it, and something that could be really game changing is it has lift to wake. That yeah. that oh, just. Just pick up the controller and you're good to go. It's just, oh, what more could I ask for? It's brilliant. Yeah. I know I know it's like first world problems. It's like I'm being really lazy. I don't want to have to push that button. Oh, the, the, the amount of energy I'm burning pushing that button. But I'm a lazy man. I like it. Just pick up. You want your life simple. That's all it is. And that's, that is, that's the simple, simple comes. I mean, you know, that's that's going to be a plus for a lot of people as well. The new the new thumbsticks as well that are for like improved longevity. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're also saying they're not as noisy either, which will probably be good for the youths of the world that are like the parents that say, go to bed, and you're like, oh, no, I'm going to sneak a game of COD or something. Sneak a game of COD on. Normally, all you'd hear from the room is clack, clack, clack from the uh, the buttons being pressed. Hopefully, if they've tuned that down a bit, you might get aware of it for a bit longer before mum or dad comes in and boots you across the room. But, uh, the triggers. That's what I remember with the Xbox back in the day, the control, the triggers were so loud. Yeah, yeah, they they, they were, they were. But we'll, we'll see what happens when this one comes out. They're saying it's a lot more, it's a, a lot easier, sorry, to repair, like disassemble and repair, which go, kind of goes in with their goals of being more sustainable. Whether you, I mean, the real question is, am I going to be able to go on the Xbox website or somewhere I don't know I fix it or whatever and go oh I need a new thumbstick I'll buy that and then just put it in that would be good probably unlikely because let's face facts they're going to want you to buy another controller they want that P but if they can if they do sort out some of that that'd be really good I think that'd be really cool yeah so in summary looks like there's some good features coming to a controller seamless pair and switch lift to wake improved buttons and thumbsticks the feel of the controller is meant to be a lot better. Obviously, all the haptic feedback and everything like that as well. And the rechargeable batteries. Oh, yeah, this, this could be a good one. Yeah, I think with all that as well, like you said, the rechargeable battery, that's already going to be a plus. And I just think it's, it's just going to be comfortable gaming as well. And there's a lot of pluses to it as well. So it'll be a case of watch this space. I think they're planning on doing special limited edition controls as well, which, you oh, know... Of course they are. It's just a given, isn't it? You'll be like, I want it in blood red or something. Or oh, if there's a red one, actually, that'd be sick. Microsoft, on the on the rare chance in on this, this, this beautiful planet that someone from Microsoft ever listens to this, please, please do a transparent purple one. Please, I beg of you. Oh, now you're talking. God, oh. that's <laughs> the old Game Boy Color back in the day and the X and 64. Oh. It'd be day one by. I, I I would literally storm down there and be like, give it to me now. Take my wallet. So, I just want it. I mean, it would be cool if they, because you've got the um the controller lab, haven't you, where you can like customize your own controller, like pick yeah. colors of the buttons and the, the thumbsticks and the shell and everything. Just, just, 
just put a transparent up. Just just bring back all that transparent um, plastic. I, I want it back. Like back in the 90s when you had the IMAX with the see-through um, the plastic on that. It's just good. It looks cool. Maybe I'm just being a boomer here. Maybe I am just being an old man clinching to the past and I've got to move on and grow up, but... I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do I mean, it. I mean, I'm, I'm a strong for that just because, like, the Game Boy Color, the N64, like I said, the IMAG, it just, it's just a cool-looking scheme. And, you know, please bring it back because, you know, that would sell units. Oh, yeah. Like... Here's one for you, Ben. You'll like this. So there's a company that produces like third-party plates. You know, you can swap the plates out on PS5. Mm. They've got a transparent purple one for it. Oh, don't tell me that. I need it. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's just too... Yeah, okay. That's that's a maybe. That's I a think maybe. it's D-Brand. I want to type it in and find out, but all you're going to hear is my keyboard clacking. Click, click, clack, clack. So I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Mechanical keyboards, they're great. But they're noisy. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's D brand that, that has released some like transparent plates and I really want some. But the problem is with even like, cause obviously Sony have announced some new ones. We'll talk about that later. But the plates are so expensive. Why? It's uh, a bit of plastic. It's, it's, uh, I get they're trying to recoup it because it's like next gen tech, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you think, hang on a minute, you're charging 50, 60 quid for a plate. Come on now. Yeah, but there's nothing next gen about a bit of plastic, Ben. No, I know there's not, but it's just <laughs> the excuses they're putting out. And I'm like, just, come on, blood. It's just daylight robbery. But at the end of the day, I'm going to buy it anyway because I'm a sucker. That's what I am. I'm an absolute sucker. But I'm going to buy oh, it anyway. It's it's just how they get you. I mean, like... I, I'm still upset. I missed out on the Spider-Man 2 PS5 control, and now they're going for like £100 a piece on eBay. I'm like, thanks! Yeah, I, see, I, I kind of was like, oh, I, I want that, and then I saw the price, and I was like, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> don't want it that I much. Like, I don't care that much. I honestly don't I honestly don't care that much. Oh, don't get me wrong, it'd be nice to have something on the shelf, but yeah, yeah I'm not going to cry over it, but... I'll just stick to getting one of like the red ones that we'll talk about later for the State of Play stuff. Yeah, that's it. Well, moving on to that then. Should we talk about that? Because that was obviously another event. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Right, okay. So moving on from the the Xbox leaks, we're now going to take a steady walk over to PlayStation Avenue, where a couple of days ago they had the uh, State of Play uh, online show basically showcasing some upcoming games a bit more information about stuff already announced now it's probably worth you just going to watch this um, but we're going to talk about a few that took our interest and otherwise we'll be here forever um, I know Ben's already foaming at the mouth to speak about one of them so um, we'll, we'll we'll have a chat about a couple of ones that picked our interest and then uh, yeah and then that will probably be it for today but first up is the um, there's the Foam Stars open beta launches this month now if you don't know what Foam Stars is basically it's a oh, what is it? it's essentially splatoon but instead of ink or paint or whatever you're using foam it's like a battle royale sort of player in it yeah it's, it, it looks That's really nice good describe it now i am a streamer on twitch admittedly i haven't streamed in quite a while which i am working on fixing trust me i'm coming back soon honest still a streamer yeah i'm still a streamer honest honest to god i'm still a streamer but i've been looking for a game to come back with and i think the open beta for foam stars is going to be one of the ones because you can just grab a group together jump in a game it's going to be fun it's going to be a laugh and what i've seen from the event the uh, state of play and sort of the trailer it looks really good so the open beta is uh, is on but, oh, it's, it's, it's four days essentially it's 29th days. is 29th is when it goes live and uh, ah, not for us no, no, but for us, so yeah, in, I, I don't know what PDT time zone that is. It's obviously an American That's area time zone. Time. Pacific, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Someone, someone paid attention to geography, not me. I did my homework. Yeah, makes a change. Yeah, so for us in Britain, it's September the 30th. It starts at 2am. Now, I'm not sure about that. There's no way am I waking up at 2am to play that, but it finishes at October, on October the 2nd at 7.59pm. But it's that's really three times, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really weird. You'd think they'll just leave it until like, I, I imagine it's because that's it's the same time, just in different time zones, but, but 2am. It's like, ugh. What, what day is September the 30th? Because... If I'm a mad lad and it's on the weekend, I might just do it. September the 30th. Friday. Is that a Friday? It's a... Oh, it'll be a Friday night. Well, Saturday morning. Oh. This changes everything. 
This that changes everything. Friday night foam star. That could be a thing. That could be mm. a thing. So with with this um, open beta of foam stars, foam, you you will be playing in two modes. One called Smash the Star, and then the other is called Happy Bath Survival. Now in Smash the Star. It's a team deathmatch mode where once you've sort of had enough takedowns where you take down the opposing team, a player on the opposing team becomes the star player. So your team has to take out that player uh, in the time limit that they give you uh, to win the match. But obviously at the same time, someone on your team or you will become the star player and everyone's going to make like a beeline to to try and take you out. So that sounds quite interesting. It looks like it's going to get very hectic, especially on the later stage of of a a game like that. Uh, There's also the Happy Bath Survival Mode. What what a name, I just want to add. What a name. They're they're pretty pretty creative names, not going to (laughs) lie. But um, there's... (laughs) <laughs> so this is more of an intense close quarters death match where the arena is split into an outer and an inner ring. So players on the inner ring try to take each other out, while players on the outer ring must use their foam fleeing weapons. I got that out of my mouth. Oh, what was that? Um, got Yeah, got that word out of my mouth. Uh, foam fleeing weapons and abilities to help and hinder the combatants. They're saying it's chaotic fun where working together makes a real difference. It sounds like that will be absolutely bonkers, though. You think, like, you got not only deal with the inner ring, you got people on the outside. <laughs> it's just like that to me is chaos in a nutshell, right there. Oh, yeah, 100%. And there's, um, there is eight players that you can, uh, play with uh, Soa, Jet Justice, Tonics, Agito, Pen, Gwyn. <laughs> Sorry, it's just, yeah. just the play of words. Mel T, uh. and the Barista Door. And then Rave Breaker. So they're, they're your characters. Um, there's there's a bunch of information. I'm not going to read this all out to you, but seriously, go check it out. Um, yeah, apparently they've got different skills and things, so you'll probably find a player that's more suited to you. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to stream this when it gets released. It'll be a think, good one. It'll be fun it to go. play. I think like the characters of abilities, it might be like Apex Legends in a way, where each one could be like, you know, Medic, whatever, if it's going to work on that format. But... All I'll say is you will have absolutely chaos on your streams, Planners. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I am here for it. I am here for it. So, yeah, the, the, I was saying earlier about sort of taking enemies out. So, expand on that. Basically, what you have to do is foaming your enemies doesn't get rid of them. Uh, once you foam them up enough, you must slide into them to knock them out. So it's kind of like a smash attack, isn't it, from Smash Brothers? Where you just, yeah, pretty much. It's obviously a more powerful slide it from, from the sort of the gif that's on the uh, announcement it looks like you jump on a surfboard almost at least for this character and you go smashing in and it descends them flying so yeah it looks it looks good it looks like it's going to be a barrel of fun and um yeah i'll get i'll get splatoon vibes from it but it, it has potential to be quite a fun uh, quite a fun streaming game get, get get the lads in a group just chat the shit play the games and uh yeah, have a laugh. But yeah, I'm myself raging this, so I might have to mute myself if I'm on a party with you in your stream because I know this is gonna <laughs> wind me up. Oh yeah, now my luck, I'll be like, "Hello everyone, I'm back," and then someone will get ragey and say something stupid, and they'll be like, "You're now banned." No, but- <laughs> Fisky. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you calling out people on on pod, mate? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Uh, Remember uh, that uh, time you was like, "I'm gonna stream Fortnite," and I won't repeat what you said, and you're like, "Well, I can't use that now." Well, look, I value my friendship enough to uh, to not call people out like that. So, uh, moving swiftly on. Sorry, did <laughs> someone leave a hoof on? There's a loud sucking noise going on right Ooh. now. Oh, you, you've, you've had your wee bix all of a sudden. Then be fighting words. Uh, said, mate. <laughs> but uh, moving on to the next game, then this is one that you might have a few words over. It looks like, well, I say it looks like, it's not it looks like, it's coming. The um, Avatar, the new Avatar game. Reporting news as always on the Game Overcast. Love it. Breaking news, mate. Breaking news. Breaking news. So, yeah, next one that caught, well, both of our eyes is the new Avatar game, Frontiers of Pandora, which I was watching it and I was like, is this a film? Nope, this is a game because the graphics I thought were just phenomenal. It looks absolutely ridiculous. Um, Oh, yeah, the the graphics look so good. You know what I mean? I was just like, it's getting to a point with certain games now, you're like, is this real life or is that a game? It's like getting to that borderline with some of them. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, 
But this one is due to come out on December 7th on PlayStation 5. Um, I don't know if it's directly linked with the recent film, which, FYI, I haven't seen. So Neither have I. Don't worry about <laughs> So, But basically the premise is, is you play as the Navi and you fight against the RDA, the Resource Development Administration, to protect Pandora. Players will receive the Arani Warrior Pack for free. I probably absolutely butchered that, so apologies. They just grant some character weapon cosmetics, which is pretty cool. The trailer, if you haven't seen it, I'd go watch it, because it just kind of gives you a little bit into the game story, learn about the protagonist's journey, because essentially you're a child of two worlds, it's called, so you're from the real world and living in the Pandora world, which I think you'll explore the heritage of the Navi and stuff. So that was always an interesting thing I liked about Avatar just the way they were like the cultures and stuff so it's going to bring a bit of culture to the game as well if you like that kind of thing um, yeah. it's just yeah it's, it looks like crazy good and I love the open world you know story driven games and it's definitely one of those games I think 100% oh yeah it looks really good um, I've already said about the graphics I, I'm I wouldn't say I'm, I'm the biggest Avatar fan out there but I know a pretty game when I see one and from what I've seen in the video it looks like this let me different ways of moving around, different combat options. It looks like it switches between first and third party, which is quite cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's going to be fun. Like like Ben said, go and check out the trailer. Like us spitting out, us waffling about it isn't doing it justice. It, it really does look that good. So there's yeah, different clans you can interact with and the companions that you can interface with. It, it, it just generally looks like, a, it looks like the movie. From, obviously, if it gets released like this, is another thing. But it looks really good. I'm really looking forward to it. Really, I think it'll be a day one buy for me. I think. Yeah, I've because I've also I've watched the trailer again, and I do think it's just because for me it reminds me a little bit of Horizon Forbidden West with like the open world and the creatures and stuff. So I definitely think this will be day one buy for me. You got your different editions as normal, but. Like, hell am I paying for a collector's edition these days? Because it's probably going to be about a grand. The prices are actually ridiculous these days. Stupid. Yeah, but you get a statue. Oh, six. Sign me up. <laughs> I'll take four. I'll take four. Boom. But yeah, no, that one, I imagine there'll probably be a demo or a beta at some point. They've not really said anything. But yeah, December 7th. So just in time for Christmas, if you're an Avatar fan, might be one that won't be up your street. Put it on your Christmas list. Maybe Santa will get it for you. And if you are old like us, you have to buy it yourself. So be it. Yeah, see it. So be it. Buy the game. <laughs> right. right now. <laughs> That's it. Just, just buy the game. Right. Okay. So the next one, the next two games that we really are interested in, Ben is going to say a lot more than I'm going to say on this because he's a lot more into this than I am. Um, but before that, quick announcement, they're releasing some more plates and controllers for the ps5 they are releasing a red blue and silver collection of um console plates and yeah like i said controllers now the red one for me is if i was going to buy one it'd be the red one uh but i'm more than likely going to go and buy that transparent purple one i'm not going to lie that i spoke about earlier you're definitely gonna buy that now. I yeah, could just yeah, see it. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely buying that. Uh, but you're the like, red boys, controller. Boys, look what I got! <laughs> look what I got! It's so good sitting there on my shelf. It looks really out of place. I don't care. I want it. But it's worth it. Yeah, it will. But the red controller looks good. Looks really good. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think the red one is the one that just. I mean, I just like red anyway. But yeah, out of the three, that would be the one. Because I'm like, do I want to buy a second controller? As a safety precaution, maybe, but then do I really want to spend 70 quid? Hmm. Is that a safety precaution in case your controller goes for a flight because of rage? It's already happened a few times already, don't worry. Oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. Yeah. Ben, Ben, Ben. <laughs> Can't help it. Certain games just trigger me. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Right, these two games then. The, it's your domain, mate. Take the stage. I, I know you've got words. Yeah, I mean, these are the ones I was really hoping to see stuff. And obviously, without fail, they were probably the ones everyone was waiting for. So, first one up is, of course, drum roll, please, Marvel Spider-Man 2. We got a brand new trailer. And the first trailer already got me hyped, but dear God, this one's just completely skyrocketed my anticipation for it even more now. The trailer itself, of course, it shows the cool switching between Miles and Peter. And what's cool about it as well, you can actually switch your Spider-Man character and 
just willy-nilly now. It's not a case you have to do a mission. Like, if you want to quickly switch out, you can. Uh, the map is ridiculous. Basically, if you played the first Spider-Man, you had Queens and you had Miles Morales as Brooklyn. And now the map is combined, essentially. So the map's going to be absolutely massive. So you can imagine all the story and side quests you'll be able to do as well. You get a good look at, obviously, Venom, which cannot wait for Venom. And he looks like a proper beefed up version, not the uh, Topher Grace version in Spider-Man 3. But that's another story. Craven uh, oh. the Hunter. <laughs> Throw a bit of shade. He wasn't Venom. Come on. Let's be real. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then we also got Craven the Hunter, which I think is the main antagonist in it but I think obviously the symbiote is going to play quite a role because you see uh, Pete with the black suit which his powers get more aggressive and starts to lose his mind a bit but how can I sum it up it just looks phenomenal like you can tell Insomniac have really worked hard on this game because just the just the look of it for a start and then you've got all these different suits I think it's like 60 odd suits you can get for each character now uh, the combos you can pull off mid game look ridiculous um, and I just think it's going to create a new sort of approach to this game because the first two games are brilliant anyway but this one is, it's got that more co- cooperative sort of feel to it if you haven't seen the trailer I'd urge you recommend and go watch it because my god when it came on I went I know what this is I know what this is yeah, we had that WhatsApp chat, didn't we, where we was both watching it. And we was like, Spider-Man! Just like slamming it. Into, <laughs> just slamming it into the chat. I mean, it, it's definitely one that was one of the two that stole the show for me. And obviously you get to see some of the new symbiote powers you get to do as well, which is awesome. And Miles has his electrifying abilities. So each one's got their own unique powers, which could be sweet. Uh, Harry Osborne is actually going to be seen this time. So that'll be interesting to see what he brings to the story i mean i can't i can't rate enough it's the game that i was like right i will get a ps5 when it comes out and you know it comes out five days for my birthday so that's getting bought 100 (laughs) percent honestly man this game looks so good now i'm gonna go on a limb and say i haven't actually completed spider-man 1 or miles yet but this has given me the drive to go and finish those games before that it's released because i just want to be up to date i want to know the full story i just want to know everything before i go in but watching that trailer i was literally blown away like like you said the the quick shift in between the characters looks amazing everything looks like a lot more fluid you can tell they've designed this game around the ps5 it just looks amazing everything's a lot more fast like Peter and Miles are just flying through the town. It just looks really good. Now, even though you can switch between the two, there are going to be some missions that require one or the other. But yeah, it it honestly looks amazing. I, I've yeah, I was just blown away. I, I honestly can't wait to play this game. This this and the next one we're going to talk about are the two that is I, I, I'm gonna, I will even pre-order it. That's that's how much I want to play these games. I don't like pre-ordering games anymore, but I will pre-order these two because they just look so good. Yeah, I'm, I I strongly am on that as well. Like, there's not many I do, but like this and the next one are probably the most anticipated ones for me. I think within the next year that are coming out, I'll just. Oh, especially this next one, dear God. It's, it's, it's amazing. Which means it's time to talk about that last one. The the last item of this episode. Now, it's it's already been announced, the game, so everyone should probably know what we're about to talk about, but it's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And yeah, this is the oh second part of the, the, the new Final Fantasy VII world. I suppose it is universe. I'm currently playing through, like, part one, the remake, and yeah, it's it's amazing amazingly good and i'm looking forward to this next part ben is a proper final fantasy nut like, I, i'm into it i like final fantasy i've been playing it for ages but this this boy is the the king so what what were your views let's, let's see what, what did you think first well first of all we've actually got a release date which has mm-hmm. been shrouding mystery for a while 29th of february 2024 it's official it's coming Fingers crossed it's not delayed, but oh my God, the trailer, man. The, oh, Jesus Christ. I was just blown away by it because we got to see some cool stuff in the previous State of Play, but this one gives you more of an insight. Like if you haven't seen the trailer, obviously go watch it. But for those that have, like just seeing the combat between the party, you know, Cloud and Sephiroth teaming up together. The, the, The thing that's got me really, really interested is Zach Fair. And how he's in it, because if anyone's played Crisis Core, you know how that ends. And Zach's alive and kicking in this, so we're a bit like, hmm. Because the idea is, 
it's sort of a continuation of the original, but now it's going its own way. So it's like this alternate timeline of Final Fantasy VII, if you like. But this is going to be focusing more towards like the Nibelheim stuff. Uh, like the Golden Sword is going to be in it. And I think this will be where Cloud starts to remember stuff. Because if you've played the first remake, there's certain times in the game where he's a bit like, he gets his weird flashes. And I think that's the whole Marco that's affecting his memory. So to explore that as well is going to be ridiculous. Graphic wise... Oh man, where do we start with the graphics? <laughs> the graphics just did. Oh, I can't even sum it up. But they just look phenomenal. I just want to point out as well that we're not like, oh, our game's got good graphics, therefore it's really good. But these last two games are something else. It's yeah, it, it just it shows the power of what you can get on these modern consoles, and it's it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy Seven. I think it's pretty fair to say it's probably the most well loved, and it's probably a lot of people's favourites so I think that's probably a fair statement to say but I think what was really exciting about this one we finally got to see Vincent Valentine granted playing the back of him but the fact we saw him I went it's about time we're seeing Vincent because that character man he didn't pop up in Remake because obviously in terms of the original Remake is only the first couple of hours of the game but they just extended it but yeah we're getting Red 13, Cat Safe, we'll see, Vincent Valentine. I'll be interested to see if we get Sid in it as well, actually. But see, I'm quite lucky in this regard because I say lucky. I never played the original Final Fantasy VII growing up. Well, I tell the lie, my friend, I think I was in like year five or something, he brought it around and was like, oh, I've got this game, it's really good. And I think I played the first like battle. And back then I just I was too young. I just didn't understand how this worked. So yeah. I ran in got absolutely flopped and was like loose game shit and then that was the end of that and then like i'm kind of playing final fantasy 7 re- proper for the first time in remaster so this is all like brand new to me so for me i'm like oh this is amazing whereas people have already played seven like the original one are probably like oh well this is different this is different that they didn't do that but for me it's like i'm just blown away every time i play because it's it's brand new to me like the story's gripping everything's great and i'm, I'm really looking forward to how it sort of carries on I've still got to complete the first part I know you've done it about 85 times now and again now on PS5 and I so I'll try <laughs> and trophy again which is going to stress me out but the good thing about this you don't need to have played the original because it kind of it's its own thing in a way if you have played the original then there are some scenes you're going to recognise but it's just this new territory because there's some things I'm like Oh, that's interesting. I mean, Oz, you play Crisis Core, haven't you? Uh, no. <laughs> you don't play Crisis? Okay, right. That's one you need to play to understand Zach, because obviously Zach was... I mean, it's a bit controversial, but in some moments, I I prefer Zach over Cloud. I'm not going to lie. I just think Zach's character, he really went on leaps and bounds. And if Cloud even lived up to half what Zach did, then, you know, he's onto a good, good road. But yeah, I just can't. I could literally talk a whole episode about this game, to be honest, because it's definitely the most anticipated one for me. Um, and Final Fantasy VII lore alone and the world of it is just, it's one of the best ones. Like for me, it's like seven, nine and 10. They're the three that I'm like, yeah, they're my favorite FFs without a doubt. And this one, it's going to blow my damn brain. Just going to put it out there. Which is... nah, fair enough, fair enough. I know, yeah, for me, 9 and 10, before I played 7, were my go-to Final Fantasies. I also like 4 as well, but that just shows how old I am, really. But yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying playing through this, and 7 is now one of my favourites. I've even gone back and I, I bought the PlayStation Classic a while, you know, the mini console, along mm. last year. And I, I think I was actually streaming Final Fantasy 7, um, the, the, the original. I started playing it, but I'd already played Remake, or parts of remake before then so i was a bit like oh this is different this is different but yeah i'm really looking forward to to playing this i mean it's on two discs two blu-rays full of content and it's a hundred hundred hours of gameplay i think mad it's mad i'm buzzing i'm here for it i really what's good like uh, remake will get you to the end of midgar and then from rebirth it's completely like new territory uh because tetsu namura who's obviously if anyone knows Final Fantasy knows who Tetsu Nomura is, um, and even he's like had a few things to say about it, saying that it's it follows the story, but then there's gonna be like l- twists and bounds in the story for things that players aren't gonna expect as well, which has got me curious. And will we see locations like the Forgotten Capital, which that alone, if they pull that off, that's gonna blow my damn brain. It really will be. But yeah, this is gonna be a pre-order, and I am gonna be working a long weekend off work for this. I think because I am gonna. <laughs> Literally switch off from the world. I'm like, goodbye world. I'm playing re- remake and rebirth. I don't care. 
it's happening. No, it's a fair one. It is a fair one. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, that's... That's it, really, isn't it? That's, that's pretty much it. To summarise then, we've had the Xbox leaks. We've got potential refreshes of consoles coming in. We've had the State of Play. Seriously, go and check out the rest of that that event. It was There's some good stuff coming on there as well. And we've got Spider-Man 2, Final Fantasy, Foam Stars. Yeah, it's, it's really coming along. We've got some good stuff coming out finally. And yeah, that's that's it for this this episode if you liked what you listened to want to i suppose follow us some more i'm this is stocker hd on twitter instagram and twitch ben what's your socials mate where can we find you i'm on facebook twitter or x sorry instagram as some short guy you know because that was my old youtube which may come back one day do it do it i think doing this again is going to get me into want to do content and videos again so maybe new youtube videos will be coming at some point because we know we're going to be doing like discussions for this and you know certain games because i'm glad now because i don't know about you but i thought we was just such a dry patch for new releases there was just nothing coming out and now we're like oh we have stuff yeah. 100 percent. And, and and yeah make sure to like and follow us uh, we're going to be on spotify apple podcasts google you know it we're going to be there um we'll be on youtube as well so yeah leave a like leave a follow send us messages if you've got anything you would like us to talk about we're always always open to hear new views um new stuff if we've missed anything let us know but yeah i've been i've been stocker uh, i've been benji thanks for checking out us rambling on this first episode and we shall catch you all on the next one but yeah please like and subscribe spread the word let's try and build this thing and yeah we will catch you on episode two goodbye